hi-ho, the open seas, it's a pirate's life for me. I'll tie you to the mizzen mast, cause it's a podcast. When your phone it rings, out loud, out loud so I can hear. And you sure you've turned it down to silent or vibrate. It's super hot, says the voice. It's super hot. Because it's Teenage Dirtbags. Hey, everybody. It's Brayden Cameron here with Gary Butterfield. (laughs) Hey, Brayden. Feeling super hot. Oh, it's a super cold one. <laughs> it isn't a super cold one. It's real nice. If it you is, ask this guy, it's it's the kind of weather that's nice. You want to have it twice. <laughs> Talking about the weather report. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, speaking of talk about the weather. Yeah. Ten thousand maniacs. Mm-hmm. Not a band we're doing right now. No, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, instead, what we're going to be doing is uh, another. Another segment of uh, our Summer of Glum, mm-hmm. the Year of the Sad Pole. It is uh, Everybody Hurts by R.E.M. A band very near to both of our hearts. Indeed. A song that both of us hate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, hate I think is strong, but uh, d- don't ap- appreciate anymore. Y- yeah, I. Uh, this might be my least favorite R.E.M. song. And this is a world with uh, wow. includes their cover of Ghost Rider. Yeah. Uh, includes like, well, boy, radio song. That, that's a real, which, that, we should yeah. do our segments, which REM song is least cutest uh, eventually. <laughs> we'll so we do, yeah, we'll out. do that tournament eventually. Yeah. When we when we get through all of the Pokemon mm-hmm. and, and classify them all into, into various things. But right. One of my, my really, my least favorite REM songs. And one of the songs in general, I think, in the history of songs that has aged the poorest. Uh, yeah, I mean... I could agree with you. I th- I think it's it's not. I think it it's meant for teenagers and not being a teenager anymore really takes takes a lot of the power out of the song. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it just kind of be, it sounds corny. It does sound very corny. Yeah. I I was a teenager once. Uh huh. I'm now a double teen. Yeah. So I'm I'm twice as teen. I'm I'm actually entering into the last year of double teen yeah. or or almost my last year of double teen. Mm-hmm. Um and my last year I can have oval teen. Mm-hmm. Legally. And I remember being a teen. Yeah. And I don't remember being that like into like I remember thinking it was corny then. Yeah. I didn't hate it because I worshiped like everything REM did. Mm-hmm. I was really obsessive. But this was still my least favorite single that they'd done even when I was a teen. Sure. I think it, least favorite single, but I think it, even for me, I still liked the song when I was younger. And like, I think it was a perspective thing. I wasn't as into REM until I got older. Mm. Um, so I didn't, I didn't kind of grow up with them. So I didn't have that. Yeah. Like I felt betrayed. Fe- yeah. I was going to say, I didn't have like a feeling <laughs> of it. it. They ruined my childhood. Yeah. They definitely, I mean, especially when they released everybody hurts with all ladies singing it. It's like the lady from the B 52s. It's Wilson Phillips. Uh, oh, that's it. That's four people. Yeah, it ruined, yeah, it, uh, it ruined it for me. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, 
<laughs> yeah, it's unfortunate. So let's uh, let's get into it. Okay. Um, so the video for this um, mm-hmm. for this song is directed by uh, what is it? Jeff Jeff Scott John Scott I think is his name. <laughs> I think it's Jeff Scott John Scott. <laughs> Jeff Scott John Scott, the founder of Jeff Scott John Scott Wayne Scottings. Yeah, who uh, was very much inspired by. Uh, the Fellini film Eight and a Half and the opening traffic jam sequence in which the main character uh, flies through the traffic. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's basically what the premise of this video is. Uh, this The director also, I, I was looking this up earlier, uh, I found this wonderful page, which I'm going to mention a few times, called The Inspiration Room that gives Uh-oh. kind of a breakdown of Everybody Hurts. Uh, and <laughs> hold up the way you just said that makes it sound like that's the entire purpose of this video this no, website well, no, other it does stuff. it for other songs too I just want to uh, clarify presumably, that I haven't looked at this website at all well I think so. that we'll look at it before every episode of the show from here on out <laughs> so the inspiration room uh, it, it says that it's directed by Jake Scott my apologies for earlier mm-hmm. and that uh, the the video wins Scott entry into the V uh, the MVPA awards hall of fame in 2005. Wow. So that's the Music Video Production Award Awards, <laughs> if I'm correct. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So Did so, he design the best music video production award? Apparently. <laughs> do you think that there are, do you think there's like the awardees that goes for designing those statues? Oh, there's gotta be. I think, isn't that like a, a Mr. Show skit or somebody skit about like um, campaign ads? Like there's, no, no. I think that's a real thing. It was on a the Daily Show, and it was uh, there's a campaign ad award ceremony. Whoever hmm. made the best campaign ad for the year, and stuff you're all like tied that. for worst. Let's go to next year. Es- essentially, yes. Yeah. Um, okay, hitting political commentary. Yeah, from teenage dirtbags. <laughs> Welcome to the no spin zone. <laughs> Everyone sucks. Come on down to South Park and have yourself time. <laughs> Everyone sucks. Everyone's stupid. We're not making statements. Yeah. Um, um, because we're cowards. Anyway. Hey, look at that. Called you out, South Park. What are you going to do about it now? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> I'll put you on blast. The uh, So this video uh, is kind of a famous video, too. I remember seeing yeah. this kind of parodied a lot around the time hmm. this came out. Um Really? Yeah, I feel like I've seen that. Maybe it's like a mad TV or something like that. But this image of like a bunch of people getting out of uh, a car in a traffic jam, I feel like maybe it happened in a Family Guy episode too. Yeah, there was definitely a Family Guy episode. You know, just uh, so that's that's the the video essentially is this uh, there's a traffic jam. Yeah, it's in San Antonio. It's, so it's it a hot is. one. It, you know, you'd think so, but everyone in the no one in the video is nobody's sweating. Everyone's wearing long sleeve shirts. Um, yeah. it's you know, the if coldest not day jackets. in San, San Antonio, ninety one degrees. It seems bright and sunny. That they could have filmed it in you know late fall, for all I know. <laughs> it's true. Hey, um, could could have been a cool hey, seventy three. Who are we to say? Um, Don't know about the video. Is anybody's guess? (laughs) No reason for getting all depressed. Uh, (laughs) Everywhere we we watch. (laughs) 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 So everybody's just kind of end the gimmick to this video. Yeah. Uh, One, the guys in R.E.M. get sick of this shit and create a public nuisance that some poor, you know, cop is going to deal with later when they get out of their car first. Yeah, it's really, it's, they they're basically like doing that famous uh scene from every movie about a super flu where they're just like let's just abandon all the cars yeah. and like 
<laughs> we won't need these anymore right. in the disease. Yeah. Well, they're we dead. Yeah. Presumably everyone dies in the cars because everyone's trying to flee the cities as quickly sure. as possible. But still, people can't use it, the ve- like the roadways because of it. It's really amazing that everyone runs out of gas on the bridge at the same time and like zombie <laughs> things. Um, I, well, yeah. I mean, you know, some people get stuck and then that's it. Like everybody's yeah. stuck behind them. That's cars, man. Yeah. That's We're, why I recommend that everyone buy something that can go off road. Oh, sure. Yeah. Is this a, is this time for a word from our sponsors? <laughs> and now a word from our sponsors. Hi, this is Brayden Cameron here. And Gary Wonder, Barfield. I'm wondering if you've considered cheap for your next vehicle. Yeah. Or an ATV. Or, or a bike with wide wheels. Or a Hummer. <laughs> this ad break brought to you by Dirt. <laughs> dirt <laughs> yeah drive on it today catch get, the dust get dirty okay oh. let's get back to the uh, let's start at the beginning of the video mm-hmm. um michael stipe is driving a, a car uh, and then gets into a traffic jam yes and then uh you start to see the lyrics of the song pop up on the screen that's what michael stipe is thinking He's thinking the lyrics of the song. He's writing the song inside his head, like in Walk Hard. Is this, or is this kind of like a uh, uh, It's Been a While video where he's like literally writing the song in the video? Oh, sure. He, he, well, you never see him with a pad and paper. No. Other people get out. The reason why I think it's him writing the song in his head is because we get to see everyone's thoughts. Yeah. And he only thinks the lyrics of the song. That's true. Do you think that Michael Stipe does that all the time? And that's why he's such a quiet weirdo in interviews. You know, it's very possible. Maybe he's constantly thinking of lyrics. Mm-hmm. Could yeah. be. Have you uh, have you seen Michael Stipe recently? Uh, the last time I saw him was in a video where he covered uh, Major Major Tom. The uh, Space Out of the World. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. He did yeah. do Man Who Sold the World. Uh, uh, and yeah, that was the last time I saw him. So that, that was what, like February? Yeah. So so that's I consider that to be recently. Yeah. Uh, I don't. You don't need to get like a Stipe update every month. Yeah, you should probably <laughs> yeah. check in on him. But he's uh, he's really amazing looking. Yeah. Now he's real Howard Hughesian. Yeah. He's got, he's got a big mountain man beard. He's mm-hmm. like totally bald. He's like kind of gruff looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't. It's weird to think about a Michael Stipe that like could take me in a fight. Yeah. But I feel like like he could take me in a fight. <laughs> and that's been your monthly stipend. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Who did Ashes to Ashes? Did he do Ashes to Ashes? Oh, that's David Bowie. Well, no, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you mean, did he... I, I saw him do uh, The Man Who Sold the World. Okay, I, the, think, yeah. I think I saw him do Ashes to Ashes, now that I'm thinking about it. Maybe, mm. yeah, maybe I saw Corgan. him do both. Yeah. Billy Corgan. Cause, cause Who would have invited a, him? <laughs> get him out. Get out of here, Corgan. Eat the dirt. <laughs> Brought to you get by dirty. Dirt. <laughs> get dirty <laughs> catch you riding dirty like we want you to yeah exactly <laughs> use all four wheels everywhere yeah um anyway uh so he gets a he's in the car and mm-hmm. he's he's thinking and then we start to see other people also in the traffic jam and we get to see their thoughts um and this uh, this ranges from uh you know just a, a a woman by herself or a kid or a kid in the in, mm-hmm. in the adults too oh, Spanish, nice. a whole family, yeah. There's a Hispanic. It holds uh, the whole range: kid yeah. and adults, kids, too Spanish, adults, Spanish. Yes, all three kinds. All three kinds, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so apparently, the director uh, wanted to have kids in the video because they didn't like music videos don't have kids in them. So it was like there's a real dearth of 
children in music videos. I think I think that's true, except for a little video I like to call "Runaway Train." Oh, that features yes. a lot of kids. When did what year did that come out? Oh, I don't know. Uh, it was the the second single after "Black Gold" on Soul Asylum's uh, "Yourself or Somebody Like You." Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, Misery Incorporated. Yeah, Misery Incorporated. Like that. Frustrated Incorporated. Frustrated. Uh, <laughs> incorporated. The uh but yeah, so so these kids and they're the people this this guy, this uh Jake Jingleheimer Schnatt guy, uh he gave everybody one direction. He said, Look sad, don't look at the camera. Yeah. And boy oh boy, if you want to see a video full of people looking sad, yeah, this is the video for you. Yeah. Except for Grandpa Sings a Lot. <laughs> who's the lot. casting director? Who's in a totally different video where he's just like, they didn't tell him to look sad. They're just like, sing tunelessly, staring straight ahead and ignore your kids. Yeah, your kid who has like this, like the biggest mullet I've seen in it's an at least mullet. a decade. Yeah, it's a real good mullet. Uh, and he's just, yeah, apparently, so I'm going gonna, gonna to share with the audience the secret to all the knowledge that I have about this video. There's a pop-up video. Something called InspirationRoom.com. There's a pop-up video version of this song out um, that you can you can watch. It's on YouTube. You can uh, check it out. So, uh, yeah, he's so the casting director who's singing is apparently singing a hymn of some sort. Mm -hmm. Uh, Other fun facts: the dog that is seen in one of the one of the videos is thinking about his divorce. The dog is not thinking about his divorce, but the dog was found on set, and they added him to the. And then they're like, what a lucky boy. The director took him home and raised him <laughs> oh, after that. What a, what, a, what a famous lucky dog. What a famous That's lucky gonna dog. That's going to make me cry. Like this idea of the dog was just going to, like he's on the side of the highway. Just being sad. about to get killed by a truck. Yeah. And then uh, the director's like, not only do, am I going to take you home and, and yeah. love you for the rest of your life, but you're going to be the most famous dog in this video. That's right. And uh, so um, one of the things that we also see in the video um, is creepy guy on the overpass bridge. Oh, sure. The and, '90s uh, preacher trope, like the doomsayer, yeah, the doomsayer of some sort, and that that guy was uh, was cast the day of the shoot. He was handing out f- flowers to people, and they were <laughs> you're like, pretty, "You're hired. You're pretty good at handing out things. Do you think you could try that with pages? <laughs> Have uh, you ever ripped up a Bible? <laughs> oh well, well, um, yes. <laughs> okay, okay. We're gonna have to see some some a resume. Yeah." And it's just like, well, here it is. I can do, do you this. Have a reel? <laughs> I, I can, I can hand things out. I can also take them. Uh, got the, got the certificate. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I see. Well, uh, we've got a long list. Mm-hmm. We'll give you a call back. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I've got a lot of plans. Um, I've got these flowers. Don't leave town. Here, I won't. I won't leave town. I'm just letting you know that I've got all these flowers to hand out. Uh, once I'm done with the flowers, I'll let you. Uh, I'll let you know. How about that? We just did some, some un unplanned Will Hughes, the Will Hughesiest of Will this Hughes. Is surprising, a surprise Hughes. <laughs> it was a surprise Hughes. It was a it was a John Hughes. Yeah. Um, okay, so Gary, we've talked about this video for a mm-hmm. little bit. I think it's time to take a little break. Oh, talk sure. about something more important than the video. What could be more important than the worst REM song of this year? Finding out. Which Pokemon is coolest? Sizor! So cool you need a prescription from Pfizer to get this plot or Dragonite. Sure he's cute, but he's a dragon, alright. Double threat best yet. Yeah, we're gonna find the coolest. Pokemon, cute, don't cut it. It's a tournament, so we'll run it. 
I wanna ask you and I ain't fooling. Which Pokemon do you think is coolest? Uh, uh, Cowtops. Uh, uh, Cowtops. Uh, uh, Cowtops. Uh, Cowtops. Oh my god. Alright, so we've got quite the lineup here today, Gary. Did you know that in Generation Gold and Silver? Yeah. Uh, they made it so your Pokemons could hold berries. Bill Berry. <laughs> <laughs> the is, it that far, is that that far back? Okay. Yeah, that is, uh, yeah. So today, our two coolies that you're going to be fight, facing coolies. off against each other are Gligar and Staraptor. Okay, let's learn a little bit about my friend Gligar here. Gligar, the Gligarian. What's eating... Gligar Grape. Yes. We will find out. Gligar Vape. Uh, he's purple bat-like Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. kind of looks like a Meowth if a Meowth was also a lobster yeah, alien. He doesn't look related to Meowth. Like he, I bet you this is one of those weird Pokemon that talk. Yeah. Like he shows up. He's like, come on, Team Rocket. Let's, you know. And then every, uh, he's yeah. got a Stinger, uh, Purple Claw, um, Sound Waves. You know, that's just, that's Sonar. There's a word for that, you stupid kids cartoon um you know not a whole lot about gligar he's pretty cool looking um he's got some claws he's also real goofy looking he needs to put his tongue away yeah, um, yeah i've i've said that about a lot of different things in my day pokemon need to close their mouths except for lickitung except well i, I really wish he would close his mouth even if it meant he had no tongue like lickitung <laughs> needs needs to go away first of all uh, and this is not a segment of the pokemon go report because that segment probably sadly pokemon went yeah pokemon went (laughs) which is the uh is the the special spinoff that's cheers related yeah you catch a pokemon went then pokemon norm pokemon woody (laughs) pokemon coach (laughs) pokemon dauber um (laughs) the uh that's the next generation there we go yeah man anyway the uh so not to get into uh, uh, Pokemon Go, but Lickitung has a silhouette that's very similar to a Blastoise, mm-hmm. uh, which is very frustrating when you think you're going to Blastoise, you just get another nightmare Lickitung. Yeah, yeah. Um, who's who's a Gligar uh, up against here? What's his name? Uh, Star Raptor. All right, that which, already sounds pretty cool. I mean, it sounds like it's uh, like Scott it's like Summer's dad. <laughs> It's like Corsair's brother. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm sorry. Their ship was the Star Jammer. The right? Star Jammer. Which I Dad think is Corsair. Is it named after like the old movie, The Wind Jammer? Oh, probably. That's more likely than it being named after the worst like second edition D and D setting. <laughs> um, which was the first thing I thought of. Which and maybe then, has more in common with it. That's so weird though. And then because all, all of the the crew they call themselves the Star Jammers, and one of them's name is Chode. Chode. Which was yeah. like endlessly funny to me as a kid. I'm sure he pronounced it Chowad. It, there is a there's an apostrophe in there. <laughs> um, Star Raptor uh, is fussy about the shape of his comb. Um, uses it uh, to appear larger and frighten enemies. Pretty mm-hmm. cool. Um, ooh, upon evolution, this Pokemon leaves its flock to live alone. Oh, lone wolf. Oh, this guy's pretty good. He's highly aggressive and persistently attacks larger foes in spite of illness or injury. This is going to Star Raptor. All right. Not only that, but he also sounds like, looks a little bit and sounds like a David Bowie uh, Pokemon. Like his hair, he's got this kind of like, maybe like a Morrissey coif kind of thing. Yeah, I could see that happening. Is it coif or quaff? I always say quaff, even though, even though that also means to drink. Yeah, that's a, yeah. 
So I yeah, I'm not sure if it's quaff or quaff. Yeah. Tune in text quaff to <laughs> four two six seven to make it quaff. Text quaff to four two six seven to make it quaff. You know those are gonna look the same, right? How how do you mean? <laughs> Different words. <laughs> the, uh, so can, can we talk about uh, how amazing it is? Oh. Yeah, I was gonna. You know, yes, uh, how amazing it is that Mike Mills is the dorkiest guy in REM. Like He's, what that says. Yeah, I mean. Peter Buck is is um, he's like dad dork. Like, yeah, he's like well, he's like cool dad. He's like he's like uncle dork. Yeah, he's like he's the cool uncle that plays guitar in a band. Yeah, he he like gets fights with stewardesses. He yeah. guests on a lot of like country albums and stuff. Like right, Peter Buck is trying pretty. I've got long hair and I'm in my forties. Yeah, and I'm wearing sunglasses all the time, like to Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> And then Bill Barry has never tried to look cool. No, he's just... But that makes him kind of cool. Yeah, he's he's just like, I'm going to quit this successful rock band to be a farmer. To be a farmer, uh, and also just to have like amazing, amazing eyebrows. Yeah. Which are really great. And he definitely got to the point where he was successful enough to where somebody from IRS Records were like, hey, buddy, you know, you've got like a caterpie crawling across your eyebrow. Do you want to like get rid of that thing? Yeah. You know? Uh, and he's just like, No. No, no. Like, I'm not going to do anything about this. This is great. This caterpie is sticking around. This caterpie is going to become a metapod on my forehead. Look, I'm behind a drum kit. You can't even see most of my face. Exactly. Anyway. I wear a drumming mask. Yeah. The um <laughs> to protect myself from broken sticks. And then um, Michael Stipe, probably the coolest person I am. Yeah. Uh, you know, and he, you know, he went bald gracefully. Mm-hmm. Like when he started going bald, he shaved his head. Yeah. Um, he's a real weirdo. Mm-hmm. He's real quiet and kind of enigmatic. And then yeah. you got like Mike Mills, who is is just like here to to play Legends of the Hidden Temple or something. Like he's <laughs> going to host, host it. it. Yeah, yeah. Host it, yeah. <laughs> it's like like Mike Mills. I he feels like he's not from a band. I, yeah, he's 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 like Zach, or not even Zach. Zach's too cool of a name. It's he's like he's like Wayne from accounting. Yeah, um, who just just happened to show up the day that REM was looking for bassists. Yeah, and he's he's always had kind of goofy middle part for hair. And when he decides to poke of all, like his aloha form during the monster days <laughs> is really incredible when he tries to look cool because his conception of cool mm-hmm. is to wear a, have really long hair and have a super glittery jumpsuit. Kind mm-hmm. of thing. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. But it, I mean, how long did his hair really get? Oh, pretty long. Okay. Oh. I only remember it being at like chin length at the longest. Oh, I mean, maybe not too much longer than that, but yeah. like longer than it is usually. Yeah. Um, but here he's firmly in like dork mullet. Yeah, uh, he's he's very much like he's got bangs, like real short bangs, and he's yeah. got like the long back. He um, looks like Bill Gates. He is like, very yeah, Bill Gates. He cuts yeah. his own hair. It does. It's yeah. very. You know, whenever I see short bangs on a dude, I always think like, "Oh, your mom just put that bowl over your head." And yeah, like and this and save some money, which is like oh. the um. So yeah, yeah, he's a huge dork, even though he is like the most musically talented person in the band sure by like a mile like he's he's really really like talented yeah um he writes really good songs like his songs are really good yeah um you know this is one of like i think two bill berry songs mm-hmm. in the catalog uh and this could be described as another bummer from the drummer yeah uh as i've, I've heard that phrase sure sad sure um, like, uh, you know, famously all of the Ringo Starr songs from the Beatles, Octopus's yeah. Garden, Yellow Submarine, yeah. uh, real bummers. Yeah. Like just like, let's, let's I'm going to do a silly children's song 
I'm I'm in arguably the greatest rock band of all time, but I'm going to make some like some Wiggles era stuff. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, um, yeah. This video can, goes on. It's kind of hard to talk about individual people. Yeah, uh, because there's not too much to them. But there's kind of there's a couple of them that stand out. Um, there is the old singing guy, which we talked about. Yeah. There's the other car full of old people that look like they're in a funeral procession. Old old sad man, which became like, he became the cover of the single. Yeah. Yeah. That guy has a face with character. Yeah. Um, he's super sad. Yeah. And those people, like one of them's like, we're all going to die soon. Like his his internal narration is just like, my grandkids will never talk to me again. I wasted my life. Like that one gets real dark. Yeah. Yeah. Before it switches to one that's a little bit more lighthearted, but also sad. Right, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah he's he's definitely one of them. Another one that stands out to me is that there appears to be like two what I would classify as like t- truck driver archetypes. Those one of guys. them is the guy who's like, yeah, I think his he's, thought he's, is like seventeen years. or he something. He thinks he's yeah in falling down. Yeah, because if you recall, falling down began during this video. <laughs> Like if you if the camera just moved a little bit further down this traffic jam, yeah, we'd see Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas with a baseball bat, with a baseball bat and a briefcase, and a, just some machine gun, flipping out under a bridge, yeah, shooting Mike Mills, yeah. Uh, there can D- only be one Mike. Being really upset about seventy five cents for a coke. Um, God, that movie. I, like there was a time in my life when I liked that movie, and now yeah. I'm just like I hate everything about this guy. And yeah. I know he's supposed to be the villain, yeah. Um, but you're also kind of supposed to like. You know, right. be like, he's saying what we're all thinking. Yeah. Uh, and what he's saying is just on like, there shouldn't be rules that inconvenience me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Basically is, is just like, yeah, that's the whole premise of the movie. You stop serving breakfast. There's no way that you put away breakfast making, you know, cooking equipment. Stop. It has to be just to fuck me over. Yeah. Yeah. It must be just yeah. for that. And then, uh, I'm, I went to a, a gun shop to buy guns from a Nazi and I'm, <laughs> and I'm mad that he was a Nazi. No, I'm not mad that he was a Nazi. I'm mad that uh, he thought I was gay. Oh, you're right. Yeah. He's like into the Nazi part, but he's like, yeah. Wow. What a villain. Um, that movie. Yeah. So that's pretty special. He, um, he shoots somebody with a rocket launcher in that movie too. Like what? A, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That, ha- that definitely happens. He gets a hold of a rocket launcher <laughs> from the Nazi um, a rocket launcher. So, uh, to go back. So there's the mm-hmm. other, um, the other truck driver type guy. And, mm-hmm. and it's hard for me to explain this, but I think, you know, he's looking at the camera and his head's tilted slightly to the side and he's got a big handlebar mustache and he's wearing a hat. But apart from the hat, he looks exactly like one of the dudes in the like production credits part of the an episode of Key and Peel. You know okay. what I'm talking yeah. about? It's right after they do the like weird yoga posing key uh, or Keegan Michael Key. And then there's like the weird dude with the handlebar mustache and the like middle part who goes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I could see that it. one. And it, he looks exactly like that to me. So I wonder if they like, they cribbed that somehow. A couple other people we run into. Uh, there's Husky Mobster. Yeah. Uh, the mobster who's petting a husky. Yeah. The most famous dog in this video. <laughs> yep. And then there's uh, the lady who says, nobody can see me who has kind of the wig. She gives a look that's a little bit like the, uh, uh, skinny bald space jesus from i feel better she does a little look around that's a little bit like you know like i'm not i shouldn't be here yeah a little little uh feeling awkward um okay i said yeah he he looks like that he also looks a little bit like uh uh what's what's the guy from uh the big lebowski 
the um, the cowboy. Oh, yeah, sure, sure, Sam Elliott. Yeah, it looks a little like Sam Elliott too. Yeah. Um, the uh, I think it's time thinking about this video. Yeah. That we do a little one of our segments we haven't done in a while. Okay. And it's called "What Could Have Been." What could have been? Okay. <laughs> because we were discussing off uh, off air before we recorded this. Yeah. Uh, you and I, uh, we happened to get some insider knowledge mm-hmm. about the first draft of Automatic for the People. That's right. Because uh, this didn't used to be called Everybody Hurts. That's right. It actually used to be called Everybody Furts. In reference to the famous hot dog synonym. Yeah. Frankfurters. Yes. Uh, we had that. We had uh, Monty ate some raw veal. <laughs> yeah. Monty ate some raw veal, which was changed, obviously. Yeah. Uh, drive through. Drive through. Dinty Moreland. Dinty Moreland. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, uh, night snacking. Night snacking. Try not to beef. Try not to beef. Sure. Yeah. yeah uh, Man in the Moon Pie. Yeah, and uh, the side salad sleeps the night. <laughs> yeah, all the like, REM classics, but the idea was automatic for the people was actually going to be about how fast food was 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 well, ruining America. Here's the thing: is it was named for the slogan of a fast food kind of restaurant, Jack in the Box. Uh, <laughs> yes, a famous Southern institution. Yeah, that's the famous slogan is automatic for the people, mm-hmm. and they're going through with the album. They had it all recorded. It's already there's master tapes out there somewhere, mm-hmm. and then uh, Michael Stipe, old sourpuss, at some point he says. Uh, you know what, maybe we shouldn't make this all about food. <laughs> he said, isn't that Weird Al's thing? Yeah. and and uh, Do and we want to be another Weird Al? Mike, and Mike Mills uh, looks at Michael Sive and goes, I don't know, Michael. I think it'd be pretty popular. Maybe it'd be good to make it about food. Uh, and then Michael Sipe's like, ah, you know, I don't know. I think that we could probably make more money if we keep it serious. We appeal to teens. Yeah, we appeal to know, teens directly. We appeal to teens. Um, you know, we release a, a really slow, somber song as our first single. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and, and we could probably make this make this more popular. And that's why they scrapped Automatic for People and released Automatic for the People. That's right. Um, but I like always to think, wondering yeah. what could have been. What could have been. Everybody hurts <laughs> sometimes <laughs> with relish. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think that pretty much wraps it up. So uh, we get to the end of the video. Uh, you know, towards the climax of the video, Michael Stipe decides to get out of the car. He starts walking on top of cars, and uh, we get to the big hold on climax. With which the best part about the hold on climax and doing. Uh, you know, just a spot of, because it's a specific thing. We don't have to make it an official segment of pop-up audio. Sure. But uh, near the end of the video, uh, there's a gigantic 18-wheeler possibly driven by the Key and Peel guy. Mm-hmm. It's transporting a gigantic fake tumbleweed. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Yeah, it looks like, like a giant tumbleweed. So, it's like a prop tumbleweed. Yeah. Michael, from, they're, yeah. they're taking it to falling down. So yeah. Michael, it, they're just going to be like, going to roll across my shoe, are you? He has a hole in his shoe at one point in that movie. Don't forget. Uh, and he fixes it by putting cardboard in there. It's God. ridiculous. Anyway, um, so yeah, Michael Stipe uh, f- breaks the silence, but actually starts singing "Hold On, Hold On," and everyone else doesn't hold on. They actually get out of their cars and leave. No. Um, and and uh, you know, street preacher gets crazy and starts throwing all of his pages. Yeah. And uh, the video ends with a fake news segment from a helicopter showing like 
that it's been 30 minutes and nobody's come back for their cars. They're just lining up the highway and that's it. One of my favorite characters in this whole video is the newscaster lady yeah. who plays super hysterical newscaster lady. Because like, yes, what happened here is unusual. Yeah. She's definitely reacting like she just saw Hindenburg they, too. They just, they like, just laughed. Oh my God. What do we do? Yeah. I can still see them. I'm in a fucking helicopter. Hindenburg. Like they're just too. down the street. <laughs> Like chill out newscaster lady. Like, yeah. I swear to you, it is fine. Yeah. It's going to be okay, lady. It's going to yeah, be okay. It is. Uh, she really, really uh, yeah. has a hard time of it. But yeah, that's, that's the video. Um, but it's not the end of the tournament. For today. We got one more. Which Pokemon is coolest to go through before the end of the episode? Sizor. So cool. You need a prescription from Pfizer to get this plot or Dragonite. Sure, he's cute, but he's a dragon, all right. Double threat, best yet. Yeah, we're gonna find the coolest Pokemon. Cute, don't cut it. It's a tournament, so we'll run it. I wanna ask you, and I ain't fooling. Which Pokemon do you think is coolest? Uh, uh, Cowtops. Uh, uh, Cowtops. Uh, uh, Cowtops. Uh, Cowtops. Is Mike Militank gonna... It's Militank. It's Mike Mike Militank. No, instead we're gonna have Cherim versus Dark Ray. So here we have we've got the the two. Uh, we have the Star Raptor and Dark Ray. Definitely sound like RPG like characters. Like oh sure, early Final Fantasy. You have to or stop something. Dark Ray from like taking over. Like at first, it's your brother or something well, it's like that. Star Raptor who goes after the Dark Ray. Oh yeah, and then he's using it on Cherim, your uh, your female love interest. Um, oh yeah, as you play protagonist uh, John Storm Drain or something. Sure, <laughs> something, the director of Everybody Hurts. Something tough, tough sounding. Um, Storm Drain. Cherim uh, has a sunshine form and an overcast form to give you an idea of how cool uh, Cherim is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a little orb that opens up when it's sunny. Um, yeah, it looks like a little bug. Is yeah, it it's a bug little, type or no? Uh, no, it's a, it's a little grass type. Okay. It's just a little bulb. It's like a Brussels sprout. Okay. And then we got uh, Dark, Dark Ray. Ray. <laughs> um, I have a, Who apparently is, it looks like it's wearing a scarf. Ooh, has scarf like ray. real flowy, flowy arm legs. Oh man, uh, his ability is called Bad Dreams. Oh boy, this guy's probably gonna win. I, I don't want to spoil it, but let's see what he can do. Because uh, I, I feel like I can throw in the uh, Would you name your first D and D character if it was a thief after this? Oh yeah, and Cherim the thief. Actually, I kind of like that's like a halfling name or a tinker name or something. Yeah, like that. but I think that's too Teeth clever like, for your first one. Yeah, it would definitely be Dark Ray, yeah. like Moon Shadow. Dark Ray, Moon Shadow. Uh, this is a ghost-like Grim guy. Dark Black Blade. Cause uh, he's ooh, Dark Ray is known to inhabit dreams and causes the target to have unending nightmares, oh, which can only be stopped if exposed to a lunar wing from Cresselia. Cresselia's making an appearance. Cresselia gives you a lunar wing. However, the unleashing of nightmares is actually a defense mechanism instead of an intentionally malicious act. Uh, can become a shadow, feeds off dreams. Yeah, boy, Dark Ray is really cool. Dark Ray is definitely taking that. Right. Dark Ray is an early, like, I bet you Dark Ray goes far in this tournament. Okay. So, okay. Well, we're going to find out when Dark Ray faces off against Star Raptor oh, in the future. I really like that. <laughs> 
Like one of one of them's your like sci-fi thief. Like one of them's you uh, doing a smuggler in a Star Wars RPG, and mm-hmm. one of you doing a, a thief in a D and D campaign. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or, you know, Star Raptor is the Transformer. Oh, that sounds and very Dark much... Ray is the evil twin brother of regular Light Ray. Yeah, you which know, is another Transformer. Raymond. Oh, sure. Like uh, <laughs> everybody Dark Ray. Loves Dark everybody Ray. loves Dark Raymond. <laughs> so if that show got real bad. Oh man, I w- I would watch Everybody Loves Dark Raymond. Can you imagine that? <laughs> what that would be like? Uh, no, like... I can't. Because I, Dark Ray already seems like what Brad Garrett is in that show. Oh, Brad, like, so there's a Raymond, and then there's a Dark Raymond, his tulpa, if you will. Uh-huh. Uh, the, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I dig it. Okay. Okay. Oh, Deborah, <laughs> it's time for Dark Ray. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh. Uh, okay, brother. Garrett. Uh. What did we learn today, Gary? I, you know, I, one thing I learned is that uh, nobody hurts. It's just me, and I'm all alone. <laughs> I feel like you didn't listen to this song at all. <laughs> I was kind of paying attention. I, <laughs> um, I learned, uh, boy, um, that they shouldn't stop serving breakfast at 11. Yeah, they should not <laughs> do that. Any, and my and protest is that. learned eventually. It took like 20 years. <laughs> when they saw they... The, the movie, it's just like some sweaty exec pulling on his tie and pointing at a VHS copy of Falling Down. Yeah. Um, yeah, And any amount of force is uh, justified mm-hmm. uh, if I ever don't get my way and I'm white. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, you know, learned a lot about uh, the origins of this video, mm-hmm. a lot about uh, fantasyroom.com or whatever that uh, website is. Uh, <laughs> inspiration Room. Okay. Uh, inspiration Room. And learned about a couple Pokemon that I, uh, only one of these, only Gligar did I know before. Okay. So uh, learned about three new Pokemon, which that's great. Yeah. Um, you know, it made it seems like I've learned everything. <laughs> everything there is to learn. Uh, however, there's a lot of Pokemon left. There's probably yeah. like, I don't know, 710 we haven't covered yeah. yet. And then uh, in addition to that, uh, you ain't seen nothing yet. Because every episode of Teenage Dirtbags during the Summer of Glum ends with a poem by Brayton Cameron. Brayton Cameron. Did you write a poem this time? I did. Oh, that'd be weird if you said no. <laughs> Lay it on me, buddy. Ah, oh, sorry, I forgot. I forgot this thing that we do every episode. Okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. They're all stuck. Look at me. Silence is gray. Silence is golden. Silence is a stone in my mouth. Nobody can see me. I had no idea. They're going to miss me. Here we go again. What is she thinking? 17 years. If I had a gun... How am I going to do this? Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. (laughs) They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. Stop singing, stop singing, stop singing. You die, you turn to dust. I'll talk when I want to. Why won't you answer me? We're all going to lose our dignity. We do not have more time. No more tears. Then I can grieve to grievances foregone. She's gone. Goodbye. There's nothing I can do. Leave me alone. Finally, a poem for teens. <laughs> straightforward. <laughs> yeah, it's straightforward for teens. <laughs> I love it. Because the thing about poetry is like a lot of teens don't really get it. No. I, well, that's, that's probably true. That's why so many of them write song lyrics and call them poems. Mm. Have you uh, have I ever told you about uh, this? Is a little bit. I know it's after the credits. 
mm-hmm. or after, you know, right before the admin, but a little Stumptown story mm-hmm. or uh, Tales from Train Town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, when I was on the high school literary magazine, yeah, we passed around a legendarily like the person who ran the literary magazine, Joe Lacasio, uh, teacher who was like the cool teacher, yeah, with kids, not cool like Mr. Solomon who had sex with the students. That's not, <laughs> not that cool. kind of cool. No, I know, but he was like he seemed like he was cool with it, but he just it meant he wanted to date them. Yeah, uh, he wasn't that kind of cool. He was just kind of cool, you know, and on the inside. But part of that. Uh, high school is a very predatory time. Mm-hmm. You're spending not predatory like Mr. Solomon, but predatory like <laughs> well, apparently uh, it was the uh, you know where you make fun of people. Yeah. There's a lot of like yeah. uh, you know uh, dog eat dog, and uh, so students would make fun of their students. He kept around this poem that got submitted mm-hmm. under his tenure that a student wrote that he used to pass around as an example of like bad uh, poetry yeah. uh, in this magazine called uh, I freaked out on acid was the okay. name of the poem sure and the poem was amazing yeah uh it was just like i freaked out on acid my french fries became worms i'm flipping out the waitress knows like it just read like this apocalypse <laughs> log of like uh what would happen and then yeah. uh and he said you know that was like last year and then we picked one yeah. that would be like the new one yeah and uh a kid wrote one about soccer mm-hmm. that was just uh soccer terms with the so it was like the kick the grass the the goalie the yeah. ref the something the something and it just kept going the, the yeah. goal and then tons of exclamation points sure, yeah you can always tell how good a poem is based on how many exclamation points it has yeah at least seven uh, yeah. minimum and but uh just it was so weird that the the teacher canonized that kind of cruelty yeah that's that's tough i mean was it like anonymous at all no 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 it oh. was just like yeah it was it was pretty bad here's it a bad scene here's bill uh haverchuk and yeah. this is his terrible poem. I freaked out on acid. He was, um, they were seniors though. Okay. Sure. Who, who had submitted. So he was like, he wasn't on in high school anymore. Okay. But like you, you, you were in DeKalb. Yeah. Like, it's a pretty small yeah. town. If somebody graduated high school, are likely still around. Yeah. At least for a year. So it's pretty, it's pretty cruel, but also it was an amazingly bad poem. Yeah. Yeah. I believe it. So I believe it. Um, okay. Anywho. Yeah. So if you like the show, uh, rate or review it on iTunes. Yeah. You can do that. That'll help us out a lot. Other things you can do, join us on Patreon. Yeah, if you stop freaking out on acid for one goddamn minute, you can go to <laughs> patreon.com forward slash TV. We'll know. Us a, we will know. We'll know. We'll tell the waitress. Uh, and then uh, mm-hmm. the other thing you can do for the show is uh, dirt. Yeah. Um, walk on it. Yeah. Uh, God made dirt. That's how you know it's Pla- good. Plant something in it. You know, drive on it. Get a car that can drive on it. Oh, sure. Uh, get shoes that can walk in it. Yeah. Get plants that can grow in it. Mm-hmm. Um, All that stuff. Make mud pies that can can be formed with it. Yeah. Just take a look at it sometimes. Yeah. Dirt. Dirt. And four's a four. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, everyone, remember that in 2016, we promise better sign-off.